Spoken. Bruce and Gatos, KTAR News. A new era in afternoons on KTAR. It's Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. And uh, Bruce, ready? you have stirred up a hornet's nest. Have I? Goodness, I leave for two days. <laughs> I come back on Wednesday. This yeah. place is a mess. It is. It's falling I mean, apart of the seams. You had Senate candidate Carrie Lake on on uh, Monday, and you asked her about uh, John McCain, who she continued to call a loser, and she beat him up on the campaign trail. And you said basically, what changed? Yeah, now you're okay with John McCain. Yeah. Why should I? I basically said you, you told me to get the hell out before. Because the McCain you, Republicans, you consider yourself a McCain Republican. Yeah, I, I, I gleefully voted for John McCain uh-huh. for Senate and President, okay. by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, and uh, I asked, uh, "Am I am I welcome back?" Uh, well, what because changed? She, she told you. She told me I want you to vote for me. Oh, okay. Well, what changed? She told McCain Republicans, "Don't vote for me," and that's why she lost the last election. Yep. Okay. So let's further the story. Well, did she lose? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, Carrie Lake says she was joking. It was a joke. I said it in jest. When she called McCain, McCain a loser, loser yeah. uh, said we send losers to Washington and did the, what was it? The drive the stake through the heart motion. Oh yeah. That? Yeah. That yeah. Was, it was a joke. It was just, I was kidding. Oh, okay. So we called Megan McCain, the daughter of, uh, John McCain. Late. And she came on today about an hour ago and we asked her the question. Okay. Megan, what do you think? Was Carrie Lake joking? Uh, when she called your dad a loser. And here's what Megan told us on Outspoken. I mean, I think we all know the answer to that. And I think it's really kind of fascinating that this whole thing is blowing up as much as it is. It's getting, like, international attention. Like, The Guardian is writing about all of this. And, you know, I think... I I just my entire take on this situation is just that the internal polling for Carrie Lake's campaign must be just staggeringly awful and scary to them when it comes to independents and McCain Republicans not voting for her. Hmm. I think there's some kind of data that they've seen. There's public data we've all seen that shows that there is a giant swath of Arizonans who will never vote for this woman in no small part because of how much she has attacked my dad, who is a beloved Arizona icon. And also there are many people like you, Bruce, who consider themselves proud McCain Republicans. And we were that proudly we are not MAGA dear leader Kim Jong-un Trump you know people Mm. and I think that her and her team have had a very very uh, you know cataclysmic misunderstanding of the people that we are the kind of Republicans that we are and the amount of support that my dad still has even you know five years in debt I had a question for you because I'm trying to understand kind of the depth of this and and let me just lay it out like this i was told and i do not know how true this is but at one point the mccains and the lakes were friends uh, to the point that uh carrie uh, and her husband apparently uh, been to your house uh, uh, spent time with your dad when he was ill would visit like that there was a genuine friendship there and then something went horribly wrong is that your recollection of it So I know my parents knew her. She was definitely not around when my dad was ill because I know every single person who was around. Um, But I think they had a very genuine, like, 
relationship as, you know, like she was a longtime uh, host in Arizona. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, that's how people really knew her. Um, She was good friends actually with my brother, Jimmy, and his wife, Holly. I know she had been to their house uh, before in the past. I believe they had been to my brother's baby shower for one of my nephews. Wow. Um, So, yeah, there was a definite relationship. And I think, you know, she used to be a Buddhist. She was a big Obama supporter. Like this woman was everything Mm. before, you know, she decided that she wanted to be what she has become today. And I think, you know, for me, what is is so hard and Gatos has known me since I was, you know, in my early 20s, personally. So what's hard for me is that I don't think that people like her understand. And she tweeted at me again today, you know, as a mother, as someone who's also last. We're going to get to that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Megan McCain is joining us. You just said that Carrie Lake did reach out to you. Okay. So what she said was, I'm a mother or you and I have things in common. And she reached out to you on Twitter or X or whatever they're calling it today. And what Carrie Lake said to you is, I'd love nothing more than to buy you a beer a coffee or a lunch pick your brain about how we could work together to strengthen our state my team is sending you my contact info if you're willing to meet it would mean a lot to me and when i read that megan i said that's completely disingenuous um that is not that, carrie lake is saying that to you to twist the knife uh that's my take on it when you saw that tweet what was your take on it I still think that she and her team are dumb, but they're not dumb enough not to know that they need to make things right with my family if she wants to become a senator. She has trashed my dad and me and my mother and my brother. I mean, numerous times she has called him a loser, said Arizona create a lot of losers. She made a stabbing motion and said that we have finally gotten rid of like the McCain arm of the Republican Party. She told McCain Republicans to, quote, get the hell out. And then you know what they did? They They got the hell out and they didn't vote for her. And she said, Saying, this is a joke. It's not a joke. I'm. I used to work at Saturday Night Live. I know what a joke is. Excuse <laughs> me. And like, I don't think that in any way it is anywhere. It's actually been quite painful. It's been embarrassing. Like, it's still like a weird thing for me that like when I go home and bring my kids home that there's just like this segment of MAGA people that are somehow like offended that my dad is beloved. I see her for exactly who she is. And by the way, the rumor on the street, just between you know you guys and me just and her entire girls. like okay. radio, you know, <laughs> listeners, is that um, she spends the majority of her time in Mar-a-Lago. Uh, I follow a friend of mine uh, runs a very popular Instagram account called House and Habit. She was at a Mar-a-Lago event last weekend or two weekends ago, and she was there. Like, mm-hmm. that, that Carrie Lake just follows Trump around like a puppy dog, begging to be chosen as his vice presidential pick. That's obviously never going to happen because she is the one who loses elections, not anyone with the last name McCain in the state of Arizona. And I think it's all pathetic. And I think to not understand that a person is going to defend their family, going to not accept any kind of anything. And by the way, I didn't hear an apology in any of that. No. It's just delusional. All right, that's a, a portion of our interview uh, earlier today with Megan McCain. You can hear the entire thing on our podcast, by the way, com. So here's the thing. What Megan said there at the end, there was no apology. Let me, if, if you're just joining us on Twitter, Lake did extend an olive branch to Megan McCain. Offered to sit down and yeah. have coffee with her right. and... Work it out. Here's the, and I don't buy it on sale. Okay, fair enough. I I once had an incredible um, conversation with a man who was dying, and he was a friend of mine. His name was Steve Passo. Okay, I talked about him on the show. He had ALS. Uh, you can't move your body. It's Lou Gehrig's disease. It is a horrific way to go. 
And he and I just were, were you know, he's, you know, he's on his bed and, and we're talking uh, and I'm in the chair and, and we're talking about forgiveness. And I'll never forget what he said to me. Yeah. Uh, he Because I think I was going through something and I was talking to him and he was talking back to me. And he said, there's only one way to apologize. You have to do it from the depths of your soul. And you have to mean it. And it has to come with an apology. Mm. And nothing that Carrie Lake did. Oh, I was just joking. Your your dad's not a loser. I was I was I was saying it in jest. It 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 all it all doesn't pass the smell test. None I, of it. I'm, well, the words "I'm sorry" doesn't yeah, appear in any of it. I right. mean, even as, as a starter, right? So I'm for I'm all for forgiving people if you're genuine. Hmm. Carrie Lake was not genuine in anything that she has said over the past 48 hours or so on this show. I yeah. was just joking about John McCain when I called him a loser. We all know you weren't joking, and then you reach out to Megan publicly, right? On on a social media, and it's just you see through it. It's so easy to see through it because I'm all about forgiving people. If you want a second chance, I'd like to think that I would give you a second chance. But if you're BSing me, you're not getting a second chance. I think Megan knows this is this is a this is a BS. Job. I, I think a lot of people's spidey senses uh, were yeah. tingling uh, with the new softer, gentler Carrie Lake. Uh, uh, apparently, trying to make amends for all the people that no, oh, she's not voters trying she to make pissed off last No, time. she's not trying to make amends. <laughs> she wants she's, to win an election. She wants to win an election. Yeah, yeah. and she knows she's got to fall on the sword a little bit. But my last thing is, does she mean it? Because I just don't think she means it. That's okay. That's fine. You can vote for or don't vote for. I right. just don't think she means it. This segment brought to you by Beatitudes Campus. And hey, we might have finally figured out why Arizona drivers are so bad. We're going <laughs> to really? get to the bottom of this. It's wow. coming up next on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. I don't know if I've told you or not, but I am a professional race car driver. Uh, I race for money. That makes me a professional. Yes, I've seen all your injuries. You got nine you know concussions. That's unacceptable. Uh, you came in one day with a bloody eye and did the whole show if, years ago. If you're gonna, um, I, I'll, I'll your put it this way: I've never crashed going slow. How's that? I've seen your your arm in a sling. Um, yeah, no, well, I know it. you're a professional race car driver. Yeah. I, I I'm looking at the accidents. I'm, 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 what do you it. consider slow, Bruce? You said I've never crashed going slow. Uh, I, um, I don't know. Like I've always crashed. I've probably been doing at least a hundred or so when I've wanted them up. You I flipped don't crash over going slow. <laughs> you flipped. You dragging. I don't, I don't a, crash at fifteen miles an hour. Anybody can do that. You're right? dragging a leg today. So um, we may have finally though gotten to the bottom of why everyone complains about Arizona drivers and claims that people in Arizona can't drive very well, and right. it might all go back to. Your high school days. I want to. I want to take you back. Drivers Ed. Well, okay. So, did you have drivers Ed in school yeah. in the great great state of Tennessee? Great correct? state of Tennessee, very small town. Yeah, sure. Um, did. I did not in uh, New York, New Jersey, the mean streets. I did not in Tucson. Really? I don't remember drivers Ed. Yeah. I remember them showing us those movies like. Uh, uh, red asphalt and things like crash ones like to scare us into driving better you know but we didn't really do a lot and we certainly didn't do anything behind the wheel oh. and maybe well, yeah we and, did really no, we didn't we drove every day i kid you not the days that we were driving we would drive from my high school to the next town and go to a fast food restaurant go inside get 
sodas and french fries and then we drive and back it's to good the practice. school. Go down to the next, uh, the holler. In there. Arizona, uh-huh. if you go and get your permit, you have to drive 30 uh, hours with probably your parents. Uh, an adult. Yeah. An adult, right. Um, but there is no, hey, you have to take this course to get your real driver's license. You can get your permit. Right. That's 30 hours with mom and dad. But there's a new house bill that would now, I guess, require teen drivers to take a four-hour driving course before they get their license. To take an actual, like, yeah. I'll use the term professional driving course. Yeah. You know, the, you actually, you learn some of that. And and I guess it was one of those things we were sitting around going, you mean that wasn't a thing already, apparently, for a lot of people? It uh, wasn't. wasn't uh, a thing. No, not, probably not. Not here. So I, gotta, I never took a driving class in my life. Um, I was yeah. I'm not, again. I'm not you, saying this to brag, but I'm an idiot. I, I started <laughs> racing go karts when I was 12, so I was racing cars basically. <laughs> I was racing pretty fast go karts when I was 12 years old, and I started driving a car when I was 13. Didn't you go out in the car a little bit with your mom or dad sitting beside you to make sure you knew what you were doing? Should I tell the story? Yeah, I should tell the story. Is it the bar story? First time I ever drove. Oh, no. Oh. We were living in Tucson. We were coming back from Phoenix. Oh, no. My dad might have been overserved. All right. Uh, my dad tended to drink a little. And we just slowly started slowing down and pulled over to the side. And I thought, you know, I don't know. We're going to stop on the side of the road. It's like one in the morning. And I looked over and my dad was passed out. What are you oh. doing in a car at one in the morning? We were coming home. Coming home from being overserved. We were at the races here in Phoenix. And so, um, how old are you? 13. And so dad got in the passenger seat. I got in the driver's oh, seat. Well, we were on the side of the road. Oh, gosh. Somebody between, had to do it, right? I had. I was either that or we were, I was sleeping on the side of the road. So I drove home and that's how I learned how to drive. And uh, I drove ever since then. All right. Well, all right. But maybe. Other than me. Not a really I was good, raised by wolves. Right. Maybe Keep that's that not mind. a really good idea. Yeah. I can, so, so it's a four hour driving course hmm. before they get their actual license. I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't think it's a bad idea. No. Um, my wife and I paid for, I think, this exact thing. Oh, really? Four, yeah. Four hour, you know, two two hours, four hours. There are a lot of police officers who yeah. do this on the side. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay. And so, they, they like, for our daughter... Um, what did, they, she le- did she tell you what she learned or help me understand? Well, they, they, I think it was, you're going to go with this person uh-huh. for four hours... And you're going to drive everywhere. You're going to get on a highway. You're going to the airport, yep. which is tough. Yeah, oh, you're yeah. going. You were going to go back roads. We're going to do that where you were going to get you. you know, and, and, and and there's and a cop, basically, a, an instructor sitting in the passenger seat. Grillers you. don't do that. Yeah. Practice parking. And yep. so, all and practice, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And I, I don't remember. We paid a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks maybe yeah. for it. And why did we do it? We wanted to make sure that she was ready. For, I think for her driver's test. We wanted to make sure that she was ready to be on the road without us. Oh, got it. Okay. So, you know what? You dri- She drove with us. Yeah. But we want you in a car for yeah. several hours with someone who's a professional, not like you. No, no, no. Not like me. But, but can a- I tell you that I think there's something that's even better than that? Okay, what? And for parents that have kids that are either getting to driving age or have just gotten their driver's license, we know the statistics are, are horrible for 16, 17, 18-year-olds uh-huh. behind the wheel. Yeah. They don't have the skills yet. Go take one of those racing schools. They have those performance driving schools for teens, like Bondurant. It's not called, I think, down at, uh, it's not called Wild Horse Pass I don't or whatever. teach my kid how to race. No, 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 no. They teach them what to do when the anti-lock brakes kick in. They teach them what to do if the car gets sideways. Yeah. Because you don't want them to figure this out 
when it's at happening. two in the morning yeah. on I ten. Yeah, you're right. You want them to try and kind of like what? How do you you know what happens when the car spins out or something? Like, can you control the car? You know these types of things, and I think that's really important. I can tell you, first time anti lock brakes kicked in for me on a car, I thought the car broke. Yeah. I was like, what the heck was that? And like, I you need to understand how cars work. It's a mandatory driving course. And who's going to pay for this for every person? So that, therein that, lies the rub. Yeah, yeah, it's a couple of hundred bucks. So what I'm seeing is representatives are looking to make it under fifty. So I guess what my wife and I paid for was um, probably a, a private company, yeah, yeah, uh, off-duty cop or mm-hmm. former police officer. Mm-hmm. That was going to take our daughter for four hours and really show her the ropes on on what but to you, do, you what not to do. You just can't make it cost prohibitive to where you get this. You know, people that can yeah. afford it, people that can't. If it's under fifty dollars, they're saying it's more like twenty five. Okay, that would be something that is mandatory, and it. I think it's a good. Do, idea. You think it explains? You got the fact that we don't have that here already. Do you think that explains a little bit of what you see on the fifty one? Explains a lot right about now. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Uh, hey, it's called Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. This portion of the show brought to you by Parker and Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical A Plus, rated with the Better Business Bureau. All right, we're on it, right? We're moving through. Guess what? Is anyone, anyone buying the new softer, gentler Carrie Lake? The welcoming Carrie Lake, the ap- almost apologetic Carrie Lake. We'll talk about it next right here on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Hey, uh, Bruce, how about doing the big Q right now? I love it when we do the big Q. I try to guess. Okay. We'll see what you got. Let's see how good I do today. KTAR.com. I joined the Broomhead program at 8.50, and uh, he and I talk about the Q. So, Carrie Lake told us Monday her attacks on John McCain and his supporters were just a joke. Hilarious. Um, What do you think? Mm -hmm. A, she's obviously lying. Uh, B, maybe she's turned over. Oh, come with us, B. Maybe she's turned over a new leaf. Okay, before you tell me the answer, let me think. Okay. I'm going to go with 78% lying. 69% lying. I was getting the ballpark. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Not a lot of people are believing it, is what you're saying. Well, listen, I think your question to her on Monday was terrific because you said, hey, listen, uh, I'm a McCain Republican and you told me not to vote for you. And now you want. And I didn't. By the way, right. <laughs> I assure you. Now you want. Now you're asking McCain Republicans to vote for you after all the the slander and all the hateful things that mm-hmm. you said. And and you mentioned About Senator McCain, right? And people who supported him. So you said, well, "What changed?" And she goes, "Well, I was just joking." Comedy. I said it in jest. Hilarity ensued. Nobody's buying that. I don't think a lot of people would. No. And you know one one of the thing, and and I struggled with this. During the interview with her, Barry Marks, who was sitting where you are, uh-huh. and maybe he's better at it because, you know, he's an attorney. He was cross-examining her, by the way. You yeah, know. he did great. Uh, he, he did excellent as, as and, a, in cross and, and she sat with you guys for 20 minutes, and, yeah. she, and, and you know, she, she skirted a bunch of questions, yeah, but, but still, she was there, trying to answer I'm, questions. I'm credit so for that. I get, I'm, yeah. I'm not, I'm not uh, besmirching her for that. But um, I was surprised. At that version of Carrie Lake, because it's not the Carrie Lake I've seen for the past three, four years. It seemed like a, a different Carrie Lake. Well, it was. Well, and so when I look, listen, I understand all politicians uh, want to appeal to the biggest voter group they can get. I get it. That's the way it used to be. But you have to have some some principles, 
call them morals, call them beliefs that are kind of bedrock to you. These are what you're about. And you can't change those on a whim. Otherwise, I don't know who you are. She made comments about abortion that are uh, 180 degree different from where she was before. Now, I don't know if her positions changed, if she's lying, if she found God, if she lost God. Like, I don't know why your position on abortion, you should know. which seems I know. personal, which seems like something, regardless of where you are on this, it is a personal thing for you. Dude, she's trying to win an election any way that she can. That's a politician. I mean, that's yes, what she's doing. People can lie. They lie about things all the time. Yeah. I have a problem when they lie about things that I think are fundamental to who they are. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. I think anybody would lie to get elected. I think, I think, you know, people can change, right? Uh, Kirsten Cinema is not the, the Kirsten Cinema of 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. Where she's wearing a pink tutu and she's way far left. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people she would came say, back towards the center a little. Well, a lot of people would say she's more Republican than Democrat. Mm-hmm. She's an independent. Um, I don't know. Maybe over time, your values could, or your the way you think of of something, you you can change. Agreed. Yeah, I just I I I don't buy it at all with Carrie Lake because I think what she said was very hateful towards John McCain. Sure, I think she enjoyed it. And that's really well, it. Put really, her on the map, didn't really, it? Uh, her McCain stuff, not necessarily, well, uh, but, but her, her the attitude. Uh, the the yeah. reason is because she was Donald Trump with makeup. You know, yeah. what, more makeup. Okay, maybe not more makeup. But the point is <laughs> that she was she was doing the go on stage yeah. and call everybody names yeah. and Listen, you know attack everyone. I know people who love her. Yeah, they love her fight. They love her. Then you get the other the other side. Yeah, but but that, would they love her her interview with us where it sounded like well that's not the same Carrie Lake. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, if you want to hear a different Carrie Lake interview on a on, on like a, a, a maybe a national show, or she's going to be totally different. So, you know, I, I I think we know her a little bit here. You know, she she changes very often. I mean, even Meghan McCain said it earlier with us today. She used to be a Democrat. Mm. She liked Obama. You know, at one point she, she was, was a. I'll give you another one. At one point she was tweeting, "Stay at home, wear your mask." <laughs> she was a Buddhist. Okay, I didn't know that. But and, but and now she wears a it. cross. Now maybe she converted. I don't know. Remember, she was telling people to stay at home when the pandemic started. Wear yeah. your mask. That's not where she ended. But again, do I think people can change? Yes. Do I think I, that it was sincere? What what um, she when she and some of you don't know this, if you're not on Twitter, Carrie Lake reached out to Megan McCain publicly yeah. and said, we're both mommies and we have two little ones. We have so much in common and we have so much in common. I'd love to take you out for a beer. That's all BS. We Carrie Lake doesn't want to do that. Um, I don't know if she's trying to come off as more uh, sincere or I'm trying to bring people together. That's not who she is. Mm-hmm. That's just not who she is, and that's fine. Just be who you are. But the person that she was with you and Barry, that's not the real Carrie Lake, and no, I think we all but, know that. And, and we know that fundamentally, yeah. Um, and intellectually, when she says, "I was just joking about John McCain being a loser," it's the lamest and, thing I've and, ever heard. And and I was just joking about how uh, how bad he is, yeah. and I was just joking about. Well, no, but I don't know no. very many people that would go, 
aren't jokes supposed to be funny at some point? Is there supposed to be like some sort of humor in it? By the way, when she delivered the lines in front of a crowd, nobody laughed. They were cheering. They were booing his name when right. she did it. And she right. was being egged on by this. So it comes across as a lie. Yeah, 69% say she's lying. 31% maybe she's turned over a new leaf. It's the Gato's Big Q poll question of the day brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. Um, you know, uh, I she's saying, the, here's the thing. She's saying that mm-hmm. for people who are independents and people who are McCain who did, Maybe didn't vote, didn't vote for her last time. I don't know if she's going to get McCain Republicans back. And I I don't know how she's going to do with independence. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm an independent, and as you well know, I'm voting for her. <laughs> Jesus. Ask me why. Why are you voting because for Because she can do far less damage as a U.S. senator to the state of Arizona than she could if she loses the Senate race <laughs> and runs for governor again and wins. Okay. So, Miss Lake, you have my full support. <laughs> By this argument, we should team her up with Elon Musk. He could send her to Mars. You know, I mean, hey, I'm just saying. It's a lovely place. I've heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, this segment brought to you by HigherPrice.com. Carol Royce, your home Less sold guaranteed realty. That is a heck. I like your circular logic Let's there. I'm with stick it, her in right? the Senate with all those meetings. They get nothing done over there. All the octogenarians it's, in the Senate. Let's, the, let's go, Carrie Lake. Let's like do it. All right. God's waiting room Fantastic. in the Senate, right? Hey, should frozen embryos be considered children in the state of Arizona? Why? Because apparently they are in the state of Alabama, which is terrifying on a couple different levels. We'll tell you why coming up next on KTAR. Outspoken with Bruce and Gatos. Gatos! Things things are getting weird in Alabama, and that we could just stop there. I recently drove through Alabama. I'm sorry. How was it? It's an interesting place. Okay. It's an interesting place. But um just got more interesting. Yeah, it did because the Alabama Supreme Court just ruled that frozen embryos, the type used for in vitro fertilization, people who are trying to have, have children, um are technically children under state law. Yeah, if you if you toss one, it's murder. Is that do I have that right? Well, here's what it came from. It's murder. Three couples had frozen embryos at a fertility clinic. There was some accident at the fertility clinic. Okay. And the embryos were destroyed. All right. Okay, that's a fact. Yeah, it's terrible. The Alabama Supreme Court ruled that the parents can sue over the death of their child, the frozen embryo, because it applies to all, the law currently applies to all unborn children, regardless of their location. That's a quote. I so, think that's that's from the 1800s. A, yeah, it's from an 1872 yeah. law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the parents can sue the fertility clinic because the embryo was destroyed in an accident, and they can sue the same way they could if their child was killed, died in an accident. See, I think. I think you could probably sue, but you're not going to sue that murder was committed. I mean, you can sue for anything, but you know, I don't, I but, don't but know what calling th- an embryo, uh, yeah. putting an embryo on the same, what do you want to call it? Legal scale. Yeah. As a five-year-old, as a, f- f- a kindergartner. Yeah. We're going in That's the wrong, a bit of a stretch. We're, we're, going in, we're going in the wrong direction. I mean, this is like, this is, uh, uh, this is stuff of what's, what's the show with everyone wearing red and, 
Oh, yeah. We're getting into a, a uh, Handmaid's Tale. Handmaid's Tale. Yes. Under I mean, his eye. eye. Under his eye. Under his eye. Under his eye. And if you've ever seen that, it, it's creepy. I'm not saying that the, that America is going down that road. This is insane, though. I mean, we've got we've to collectively start to think about stuff again. Um, there are reasons why, you know what, you might want to update the, ni- the 1872 law. Okay, it's like Arizona with abortion. We had a, what did we have an eighteen fifty three law? Right, that law that we were like, trying well, to... let's do that one. Well, so, it was in the eighteen hundreds. We might want to take a look at it again. Let me let me try to make a uh, see if I can make a, a bizarre comparison here to the lovely people of Alabama. All right, who by the way exist only only so they can finish fiftieth in every ranking of states. Uh, and uh, Louisiana doesn't have to finish there. Okay, uh, so they, uh, Alabama always comes in last. I think in, like, teacher pay, we're worse than Alabama. Okay, so I'll just let you thing. chew on that for a minute. In Alabama, hmm. an embryo is now a child, is equal to a child, and you can sue if it if, if it is destroyed. Um, and they're going to treat frozen embryos, which, by the way, is causing these um, uh, in vitro fertilization clinics to shut down because... They're like, we, we, we can't operate under this this world because we could literally be sued for killing a kid. Um, you know, all but it's the same state also that forces teenage rape victims to have children. Um, it seems like they're not they're really these are these are couples that want to have children. These are couples. Sure. Who go to in vitro that uh, struggled right to have. That's the reason it exists. Yeah. Um. You know, in in when it comes to fertilization and f- fertility treatment, a lot of times it doesn't work out. So every time it doesn't work out for one reason or another, is there going to be a is lawsuit? There, is there is there or a is homicide that, a, that occurred? Right, and, and I don't think that's the case. Well, how far do you take it? How far does this go? What are the what are the ramifications of this? Uh, your medical care in. Alabama is going to look radically different. So if you work as the definition of a human keeps changing, if you work at a fertility treatment place okay, okay. in Alabama mm-hmm. and something happens, you drop a beaker, right? <laughs> Which I'm sure it happens. Or That's an accident, right? It, it happens. Yeah. The, the refrigerator goes on the fritz. Yes. And, it's the same as dropping a child on their head and the child dies. Right. That just, I, I don't under think. Under this law. Under yeah, this law. Under yeah. the current law in you, Alabama. You, you can't. Alabama Supreme Court ruled. So what if this goes to the to the uh, to the U.S. Supreme Court? I hope it does get appealed because I would really like to see some clarification on that. I think we need some clarification on this because it it really seems beyond the pale. Yeah, I heard about this. Yeah, and I thought it was a fake story. You thought it was like the Onion or something. I didn't yeah. think it was the Onion. <laughs> I thought that they just got it wrong. I just yeah, I, and I heard about it, and so I read. I, and the I more go, I read, the more I was like, oh my god, it's real. So then I googled and tried to find another article about it. Yeah. And it was right there. It was that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, and it's 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 it, we've lost the plot. Yeah. A fertilized egg, an embryo, is just a clump of cells. Um, and uh, uh, some people from the, uh, the the fertility clinics basically said we've now put that on par with a living person. Right. Legally in the state of it Alabama. It should lead to a living person. Agreed. But it doesn't always lead to a living no, person. No, it's in a it's in a test tube. Right. It, you know, it's in a, a beaker. I wasn't I wasn't trying to be no flipping about no, that. No, it that's right. Hmm. It is a it is one of the craziest things I've yeah. seen. A case court a case a court case, excuse me. Uh, Leave it to Alabama. Right. All right. So 
Gatos World Tour 2024 uh, rolls on, and Gatos recently crossed our southern border. Talked to a Border Patrol agent, and he pointed over there. And I go, what is going on over there? Oh, oh, oh. hold that thought. We're going to find out exactly what's going on over there. It's coming up next on KTAR.